All right, Shaggy. So on today's episode of Locked On Avalanche, we had uh, Jared Bednar have some interesting comments about the uh, this year that was. We will be discussing Alex Newhook and Bo Byram. What's going to go on with their RFA contracts? And is Game 7 the new Round 2 for the Colorado Avalanche? New episode of Locked On Avs coming at you right now. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Locked On Avalanche, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. I'm Chris Maselli with me as always. Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Make sure to follow us on our social media outlets, LLP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, Locked On Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. And before we get to anything, Avalanche, <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, uh, Shaggy's got some splaining to do over there what what's going on with that jersey you're wearing sir my uh it's no we secret. should say the i was gonna say yeah. the everydayers that, that we've been talking about like they yeah. know the everydayers but... they know me and chris we have uh east Secondary coast teams, teams. yeah Secondary. we have our little <clears throat> east coast teams that we watch and my east coast team the new jersey devils took care of chris's new york rangers yeah. in game seven so i had to you know Put some salt in the wound. Show it up a little bit. All right, so we know where your allegiance is uh, once the <laughs> Avalanche are out. Me, I don't. I, I don't. Why? Why do? Why do I? Why am I even going to watch? There's nothing left for me. The Knicks are in the playoffs. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> NBA is not my bag. So, uh, all right. But yeah, like I said in the beginning, lots to cover today, including the Alex Newhook and Bowen Byram uh, pending contracts for them. Uh, but we're going to start with some comments that Jared Bednar made. And this is, this was from his uh, weekly radio spot over on uh, Mosier's radio show. Um, and he made uh, a handful of uh, interesting comments. And I want to bring them up. And I want to give uh, our, our friend Adrian Hernandez over at Mile High Hockey for posting all of these. He did a great job just putting up all the, the quotes from the um, – from the interview if you if you didn't listen to it live so he said a lot and i think the two things that stuck out to me were what was one a comment on gabriel landeskog um which i'll get to in a second um but the first one that i wanted to bring up was he was asked about the possibility of a new look avalanche team next season and he said, quote, that's the reality of it. You look at these core pieces that are all locked up long term. There's a couple of RFAs. The team will certainly look different in many regards, just looking at the number of free agents that we have. Uh, he says, it's, it's what happens. Winning comes at a cost. The timing of our championship just said you knew teams were going to come looking for our guys. You lose top players with injuries and you find yourself without enough depth. So I think he's kind of in agreement with a little bit of what we said from yesterday about how this, yeah, it's, it's not hard to see that this is going to be a new look team heading into next year for the sheer number of free agents that they have. And it's just, you, you, you don't sign them all. 
That yep. that's just it doesn't matter what team you are. Every team has their number of free agents, and it's next to impossible to sign them all. The Avalanche are in that boat. It just seems like they have a lot more than usual. So he he kind of understands that. You're not going into this kind of tr- trying to sugarcoat it and saying things like, no, we'll, we'll be okay. We'll sign these guys. He knows it's not going to happen. Yeah, there's not much of a way you can make it happen, especially with the deals that are up there. You You can't go out and sign everybody and put this team back together next year. It's just not financially possible. So, of course, the team's going to look different. But then, you know, Mitch, when you say those comments out loud, you kind of hear, like, Bednar saying, well, the top's locked up. I wonder mm-hmm. if he's kind of, like, <clears throat> softly tempering the expectations of Avs fans. Like, hey, you got your core guys. You're not going to get your super deep, beefy team that you got on that cup run because we're um, paying for the cup run for years to come, locking these guys up long term. And it's going to be a little bit of a struggle to put the rest of that depth together where it was like an all-star team that won you the cup. And then the team that just got bounced in the playoffs, highly suspect for sure. Next year, it's going to be a huge question mark on what they put together on the ice. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's tempering expectations because I just feel like when you have, like you said, you have those core guys, you're always going to be in it. Um, when you have McKinnon, Makar, Rantanen, hopefully Landeskog, hopefully Nachuskin, like, you know, uh, Lekkanen and like you have a handful of guys that will always keep you in the mix, right? Always. It's those depth pieces that is going to be the interesting thing because how long do they sign these guys for? And that's where I'm wondering, like, is there just going to be a constant turnover year after year with what you sign for depth? And I think it's it's a, an interesting mix of that might be the reality and the Avs having confidence that they can go find these guys. Like they, they feel like they are in a good spot when it comes to like their scouting, um, you know, and, and bringing in guys and they just feel like the proof is what we've done. So it, you know, with, with, even with goalies, they just feel like fine. If we if we these guys don't hang around here for too long, okay, that's 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 fine. Like if we can't sign them because we're up against the cap, we're confident in our abilities to scout and bring in guys that will fit this system. And maybe that's like a I don't know if that's a, a, a new way of of thinking, but. With how the cap has been, like it's kind of how you have to think. You can't assume that you're just going to sign everybody and lock everybody up. They they took care of their top guys, and I think that's of what is, is the, the most importance. Lock those guys up, and then we'll just a revolving door with everybody else. It's it, you know you lose like maybe like the loyalty factor in, in some of that. But what else are you going to do? You know. <clears throat> You say it that way, but isn't that kind of how the Avalanche have been constructed ever since we drafted Nate, Gabe, and Miko? That's kind of been your trio. And then they found Kale McCarr, and they've locked him up. Like You fit the system. You're here. They found the same with Devontae's. Like, you're fine. You're, you're with us. And it's the, the that depth rotation. It happens year after sure. year after year after year. And it's just you find guys that you don't want to get rid of. You're not that you're 
you want to stick with the team because they they subscribe and they they kind of blend in with what you have going on with that top line and they complement them well. That's where your Lekkonens, your Nachushkins, that's where they fall in. That's just kind of how it's been. It's mm-hmm. just kind of we're going back to that a little bit more instead of getting the band back together. Shifting that mentality is a, something we got to get used to. Yeah, I think it does happen year after year. And maybe it's because there's some the way I'm looking at it this year. And we, like I said, when you look at their cap friendly, there's so much red on there. It, it just seems like much more is is our UFAs this year than in seasons past. Yeah. So okay, you have to replace some of those guys, maybe most of those guys. What do you replace them with? What's the term? I think when 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 next year's roster is all set and you see how long they they signed these replacement guys for um, then we'll kind of have an idea. Cause if you're just going out and signing one year deals for all these guys, you're in the same situation next off season. So do they want to keep doing that is the question. And I think this off season is going to be telling if they do, if all these guys, if they go out and, you know, do the Evan Rodriguez one for two for a handful of guys, number one, it might be because they have to, because <laughs> they're kind of up against the cap. And and then maybe do it for one more season, and then hopefully the cap goes up significantly, and then we don't have to do this anymore. But they might be in a bind to to have to do this again then for for another off season. Let me put this in your ear. Let's all sit on this and marinate with it for a bit. What if this is the time finally where we let the Eagles fly? Everybody graduate. Come on up. Yeah, it's, man. It's your time to go. It is. That's, I get it. And that's enticing. But if you bring those guys up before they're ready, you are going to have a long season. And the Avalanche are not in the business of having these guys learn on the job, but basically learn in, in the pro level. Um, so if you bring up too many of them and it's not working, you've, your, your season is, is screwed because now you can't go sign any. I get it, and 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 that that that's appealing. Uh, if the abs were in a different position, if they were, you know, at the bottom half of the standings, fine, bring them up. I think that's the best way to to just acclimate these guys to the NHL and, and just go through the lumps, right? Yeah. But man, like, I say don't do it because look, look, you know, look at the Alex Newhooks of the world. So it's tough. It's tough to say that, and, and I just don't think the Avs are in a position to say, like, hand the keys to a bunch of kids. I don't know. I mean, it can't get much worse. Yeah, it could. I mean, they, they were <laughs> – they were. it can. It can get much worse. It can get much worse. Um, another thing that I want to mention is uh, Gabe Landeskog. Um, He said, quote, he's in a good spot getting some clarity on the situation for him. And the organization has been um, a positive thing. He also implied, and this is Adrian writing this, uh, that Landeskog will, quote, make a decision, unquote, and the team will discuss it. Now, what that decision is, he didn't go on to say, but a lot of people are just assuming another surgery. So if that's the case, I believe that will, if he does have another surgery, I believe that's his fourth surgery that we have in the, on the knee. And now there's so many other questions coming into play of 
in the back of my mind right now, I just feel like he's not going to be ready for opening yeah. day. And that's crazy because it's in October. And we've it's already five months away. But with Adrian Hernandez's uh, tweets, it's making it. We, he went into the same woods that Aaron Rodgers went and made his decision. And we're going to have a decision like LeBron James this offseason on if he's coming back or what Man. we're what we're facing. So we have that to kind of wait out for every waking day of the offseason, yeah. but it's definitely ominous. Yeah, it's odd. Um, and then he did go into a bunch of stuff on just the season and how it was a taxing season. Um, he, he's he's weary of uh, silver linings. You know, saying as a coach and as a player, you got to be careful in explaining why it could be a positive. We all want to win every year. I have a pretty good understanding of what it takes to win and what depth you need. Um, the silver lining is that we can get guys some rest, which is definitely true. But he, he was honest about it. He's like, yeah, it was a trying season. And I think we can all like now that the season is over. And and, and Nathan McKinnon even said, said something to that effect of, we all said the right things during the season. Yeah. That's an athlete, right? They are not going to stir the pot. If they're smart, they're not going to stir the pot while the season is in play. You play it, you, 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 you play the hand that's dealt to you, and when the season's over, you reflect and say, that was crazy. And I think that's what's happening now with, with a lot of the players and obviously Bednar. So go ahead. Do you want to no, finish it, that up? Yeah, it's – you hate to say, well, it's good that they can rest because you really don't want to be. And yes, it's nice that everybody gets to sit around and heal up a little bit, but now there's a little bit of bitterness on how the season ended. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to go through the stage of bitterness and then it's going to fire them up for next year. And yeah. that's something you want to look forward to is reigniting that fire. Definitely. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, take our first break. And then uh, when we come back, Alex Newhook and Bo Byram. I think uh, all eyes are going to be on that and for different reasons. But first, this episode is brought to you by a game time and the game time app and buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. And game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of these sports, music, comedy and theater events near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the ticket and start getting hyped for the fun that you are about to have. And what are some of the favorite things that we like about the Game Time app experience? Gotta love those flash deals. You can always log in and see if there's a flash deal going on. Get some last-minute tickets at some great prices. The uh, images of your seat views is key. Get yep. the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and even job loss protection. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. So once again, create an account. Redeem the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. The lowest price guaranteed. All right. So uh, we did a handful of UFAs yesterday. There's still some that we haven't got to, which we got a whole offseason. So we'll, we'll get to some of the other ones, I'm sure, many times. Two of the biggest RFAs that are on the ads roster heading into this offseason, obviously, are two guys that were picked in the same draft in the first round. That is Bo Byram and Alex Newhook. So, you know, with RFAs, they're, they're typically not going anywhere unless you want to trade their rights. Bo Byram, I think we can all agree, is not going anywhere. 
I would even say I don't think Alex Newhook is going anywhere. We'll talk about him in a second. But I think we should lead off with Bo Byram because uh, I think we're all in agreement that he's going to get a pretty sizable increase. His, his, um, his ELC that's running out is for just under $900,000. He's making $894,000. He's getting an upgrade. <laughs> he is getting an upgrade. The question is what, at what number? And what term? And um, he is going to be 22, I believe, when's his birthday? June 13th. So he'll be 22 when the season starts uh, next season. So the question is bridge deal or max contract? And I think the consensus here is is a bridge deal for him. Yes. So what's the term and for for how long or for how much? See, like the the dollar is what I I honestly would feel comfortable with a three to four mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Year? Yeah. So and we probably should kind of for, for those that don't like follow this stuff, right? Yeah. A bridge deal, it, like when it, when a player gets to the, the age of 27, that is when they become an unrestricted free agent. Up until then, they are a restricted free agent. They can only deal with the team that drafted them. Other teams can make qualifying offers and, and, and you can trade their rights away. That very seldom happens. Restricted free agents typically stay where they are until they hit that age where then they now become an unrestricted. Uh, JT Comfer is doing that right now. He will be an unrestricted up until now he's been restricted. Okay. So when we say bridge deal, it's like you're double dipping. Yeah. You, you, you give them a shorter contract so they don't reach that age of unrestricted free agency. And then they can just go sign wherever. It's also a risk for the team because if that player exceeds the expectations during that bridge deal now you're gonna have to pony up so it's a little bit of a catch-22 but i think for the avalanche here because if you you know you extend him seven years then you know that that you're you're gonna deal with everybody else because he's an unrestricted at that point in time this you bring him right up to about the age of 26 and then you can sign him for that huge contract for an eight-year deal and now you got him into his 30s there you go if that all makes sense to you that's pretty much how it works so i think we're in agreement bridge deal here i think the abs are a little hesitant on the large blockbuster deals because Mm -hmm. two of the last three gabe and nuke did not they were not members of the playoffs and they were those long deals and nate's about to be so you think and especially with Bo and his health concerns, you still want to make sure. Last year was a better. Uh, the last half of the year was much better in terms of mm-hmm. health, but you never know. So mm-hmm. all signs point to bridge. I would say about four or five mil. For yeah, Bo. that's kind of where I'm at. I think uh, uh, giving him a uh, three or four year deal. Yeah. Um, you can't go more than four if you're bridging him. So, uh, yeah, and I'm in, I'm with you. Um, I'm kind of in that in between four to five. And I think the the bargaining chip that the Avalanche have is you haven't been healthy. Yeah. So let's see what we can get out of you for four years. If you can stay healthy for those four years and be the player that you're going to be, Av's got a, a massive contract on their hands after the bridge deal is up. 
Yep. So <clears throat> I, I think that's kind of where we're at. So I'd say four for like four and a half. And that's a sizable increase for a 22 year old. <laughs> yeah. Um, now on the other end of that, you have Alex Newhook who currently is 22 years old. And let me do it. Cause I believe he's going to be 22. Yeah. His birthday was back in January. So he's going to be 22 when the season starts. Um, he was making a little bit more than Byram was. When I say Byram is at eight ninety eight hundred ninety four thousand. Newhook was at is at nine hundred and eight thousand. Um, this has got Bridge Deal written all over it. I don't think this is going to be anything but a a one or two year deal. I mean, like I, this is going to be this is shades of Tyson Jost to me. It really is. It, it's we like you. You're young. We still think you have development to do. We're willing to to work with you on that. That's up to us as a team to bring that out in you. They don't lose confidence in guys for a while. Then look at Tyson Jost. Look at Martin Cowell. Those are guys that they kept around for maybe a little bit too long. So the Avengers have a, have a track record of doing that, getting rid of guys maybe a little bit too later than they should. And I'm not saying they should get rid of Alex Newhook, but they will give you time. And, but they're also not just going to go push all their chips in. Right. So I think for new hook, you're looking at, at a one, a one or two year deal at the most. And he's making 908,000. Now they'll say here, here's a cool million. That's <laughs> so you're in I've, a different tax bracket. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've honestly like, and you said the abs don't give up on guys going into this year he felt very Josty coming out of this year. Mm -hmm. He's toasty one and one man, like get him out. Like I, I honestly, if you can't, you, I anticipated and expected so much from new hook. Yeah. Everybody did. And you had every reason to, and I've been waiting for my second favorite part of the hockey playoffs is when teams get eliminated for everybody to say, well, Alex Newhook has had a broken leg and a broken shoulder and played through the whole playoffs. Well, you haven't got any of that from Newhook. Um, usually that's where you hear everybody's gruesome injuries that they've been playing through the whole playoffs with and didn't announce until they got bounced from the playoffs. So you wanted you want a new hook to step up and he didn't. So mm -hmm. a one year, one million dollar deal, like just sit him down like Cout and say, Hey, we're we have sent you down. We brought you back up. We offered you the two C spot. You finished the year on the bottom line. Mm -hmm. We have given you every opportunity. This is it. The end. I think the the concerning part is they, if you remember, Jared Bednar said, we are going to give him the role and we are going to let him play, play it, see it through. Yeah. And he even said, like, we'll probably give him that role till the trade deadline. Like that was the plan and it didn't last until Thanksgiving and he was up and down with all the injuries. You're up the, you know, you're up the depth chart, you're down, up and down. And then once things leveled out for the avalanche, when they didn't have so many injuries um, and he found himself on the fourth line, he didn't get out of it. Nope. So he didn't play him. Like he played himself down into the fourth line. And then you'd like to see a guy play out of that. And he didn't. So, uh, you know, 
I really hope we can look back at this season and just be like, that was Alex Newhook's worst season. That, yeah, that'd be he great. has the talent. He does. He's got the talent. Um, there's just something, I think it's in between the ears right now for him. And um, you need an off season. You need an off season to, to just look over everything, go back, just pour over game film, talk to the veterans, you know, get in with the coaches and figure it out. I don't, I, I'm with the avalanche and I don't give up on guys all that much. I think the avalanche have a little bit more leniency than most. Um, but no, I'm not, I'm not just throwing in the towel on, on Alex Newhook. I'll give him another year or two. Yeah, he's he has to step up and uh, great. Just it's just cycle out the names. This is another off season that somebody has to work on something between the ears. This is Burakovsky 2.0. Like mm-hmm. you, we know you have the talent. You just can't just put it on the ice. Like step it up, yeah. man. I mean, but Burakovsky was like he did. You know, he he would he would give you that hat trick. Yeah, <laughs> and then tail off for twelve games, and but just the inconsistency is is. On display when it comes to, to New York. <laughs> Newey is consistently invisible. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last thing we want to get to today is uh kind of kind of looking at these game sevens. And game sevens have not been kind to the abs. Um this was from uh Drew put the producer Drew put this up. So um our good friend, friend of the show, producer Drew. Um Abs, abs and game seven just don't mix. Haven't won a game seven since 2002. Uh, they've lost six straight overall and four straight with this core. Um, and then he goes into the individual games in 2014 versus the wild abs blow four different leads um, in that game, losing overtime 2019, the sharks. We all know that one with the offsides and Gabe Landeskog was not enough sides uh, 2020 versus the stars. That one is just, crushing it still me. still haunts me um and then he he mentions the cracking one um so is this you know with, with the abs and, and game or round two which was kind of a thorn in their side for a while that obviously they eventually overcame is is this the new round two game you know <clears throat> it's an interesting question to ask because going back to those four games you mentioned those teams could they go out and win you those like everything's on the line are they talented enough to go out there and win you a game it's it's question it's a it's a deep question um well the, the, it's when, yeah go ahead yeah it, it's 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 about the sum of the parts and it goes back to what we were talking about in the first period about uh, uh, the first segment about the depth being an issue this year and going into next year, like can the avalanche put a team up that can get through a game seven? Because now that's going to be the cloud over their head. Like we don't have a Toronto joke anymore about the first (laughs) round. So now it's going and the Avs got out of round two and now it's going to be game seven because that was the Mm -hmm. last way you got bounced. Yeah. So that's what you're going to be gearing your team for. You you've won the cup. But this game seven thing is an interesting thing. You don't have enough of a solid team, top to bottom, to win it all when everything's on the line. And I, the the interesting thing that he puts up here is, you know, if it was just they haven't won a game seven since two thousand two, and this core has only been in like one game seven 
or maybe two game sevens. You're not really talking about. It. You're like that. That's some even with the with the Maple Leafs. Everyone wanted to say like uh, they haven't got out of round one, and but it's the same thing. I should say, you know, it's kind of similar because yeah, this unit also hasn't gotten out of yeah. round one. It's not like this unit hasn't even been to the playoffs, so they haven't had an opportunity to get out of round one. They have. This core for the Avs has been to four, four game sevens, and haven't won one. So now it's it's not just like, well, that was previous teams. It doesn't involve us. It so does. And that's in your head. I'm sorry. Like your athletes are human beings and uh, have emotion and they can get in their own heads. Yeah, man. Like I'll say this. The next time the Avs are in a game seven, all that's getting brought up. Yep. All of it is getting brought up. And, and there's nothing that they can do to avoid it. So what they have to do is go out and, and win one. Look at look what the Maple Leafs are doing. They, they got a round one and they're riding in the streets because they, they won a round. Um, it, once, you, once you're in that game and, and you're, you're in the midst of the game, it will go away. But leading up to it, there's no doubt that it'll be in, in your head, at least in some capacity. It won't overtake your body. You're like, I can't even play this game. What am I going to do? How, how are we? What, should we even take the ice? No, it's not going to be like that, but it'll be in your head. It'll be in your thoughts. You're not human if it's not. Yeah. And and like you mentioned, this was the, our core have been through this. Yeah. Like they know this is, this is a problem and something they should address. And you hope that you have like that Ray Bork type. I'm never doing this again. Mission 16 W type Mm -hmm. um, approach to those type situations. But that's again, if we, you have your team captain and some leadership going into a game seven against Seattle. I think that also could have helped a little bit. Yeah. Yep. So, um, you just have to look forward to a game seven that they can win and then monkeys off the back. So, all right, that'll wrap it up for today. Thank you for tuning in and, uh, making this your first listen. That's always appreciated. We'll be back tomorrow with, uh, we had a plethora of, Instagram questions, some really good ones. So we'll tackle some of those for tomorrow's episode. Until then, he is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli, and this is the Locked On Avalanche podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you later. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.